This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Nathan's cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Rick with our tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Swings down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. Cuts back at the 30. To the 20. Quick, quick, boom! What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and guys, we are back. The 49ers are making some roster moves, and we're here to break it all down. But before we do any of that, I'm going to run through these formalities. Then I'm going to see how my boy Wayne is doing, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. So <clears throat> first and foremost, guys, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show, please give the show a thumbs up. Then subscribe. Again, if you're your first time here, that means you're probably not a subscriber. So subscribe to the YouTube page. Turn on those notifications so you know exactly where we're going live. Tonight, there was not this long heads up, and that's why it's important to have those notifications turned on. All right. Uh, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. Again, that is the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners. Great communities over there. So make sure you guys are getting down over there. And shout out to my guy, NY to the Bay. He holds us down over there on that IG page. Happy birthday to my Happy man, Mike. Birthday, bro. He's been holding us down for a very, very long time over there on the social media front. So I really do appreciate it. We also have a Patreon page, guys. Get over there. That's where the fun goes down over there. I ain't going to lie. Patreon, I can let loose a little bit. Y'all think Hookah Mike is crazy? <laughs> y'all should see Patreon Mike. Patreon Mike is a little bit different than Hookah, uh, hookah Mike. So make sure y'all get on over there. Patreon.com slash nb 9 E-R-S. And then if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for the show, anything like that, head on over to NB9ERS at NothingButNiners.com and shoot us an email. All right? Go ahead and shoot us an email. It comes directly to the phone. I will see and respond to all the messages there. And I think that's it. Again, I'm your guy, Mike Andrews, 83. Bomb, bomb, bomb. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. And to my right is my guy, Wayne Breezy. Boom. There you go, man. But we, we that was a what, what was the uh, cartoon characters where they like used to like they do like a fist bump to form their power and all that like it was I, Captain I Planet was no that was like Earth Fire they just held their rings up and but oh, it was okay. I might be thinking about like Dragon Ball Z or something like that where they did like the the fuse together I, but it wasn't a fist bump but I thought somebody I don't somebody will know what that is yeah somebody asked what flavor I'm smoking tonight guys tonight is one of my favorite flavors right here man this is this is what it looks like here. It is a Ooh. cream and mint combination, man. They said the Wonder Twins. Look at you. Look at, look at, 
The See? Wonder Twins. Now, wow. Now, I got to look that up, I do, yo. I do, I do remember that. That is exactly what it is, man. That's exactly what it is. Wayne, what's good with you, man? It feels like it's been forever. And I know it hasn't been because you weren't here all the time. But how you been, bro? I, I've been good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know you know how Tuesdays is. Tuesdays um, is, is the hardest working day. But listen, breaking news, man. Listen, I, I think I'm going to be... All right. Couple of things. Um, one is just hitting me that I'm not going back to teach. That's that it just hit me because I started getting me- messages and emails from the school, and I'm like, oh snap, I'm not going back, right? And so it, it just hit me. Two, Rome starts kindergarten on Monday, and I'm like, oh snap. And wait, three, let you breeze past that. Don't lose three. Okay, I can't let you breeze past that, breezy. Okay. Um, was he in preschool? He was in preschool. Oh, so y'all have y'all don't do so, all right. So my kids didn't do preschool. We have mm-hmm. a, a a retired teacher that babysits for us, so she gets them ready for school. So the first day of kindergarten is the hardest for me. I'm walking them in there, like telling gotcha. them to be brave and everything. When I'm really just talking to myself, you know, I'm like, "Be right. brave, it'll be fun. You're gonna have a good time. Don't worry." Da 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 da. So you're not gonna have those first day jitters like I had. I I don't know, man, because I'm sending my son to a foreign place um but he's already like this cat this cat yo you know how you buy the kids they backpack and you fill it with school supplies like yeah. he thinks he's taking that 50 pound backpack to school every day every day i'm like nah son this gonna last you at least till december till we re-up like you know what i'm saying uh and shout out to my wife because she made sure that he was prepared with school supplies. Like a lot of parents don't give their children school supplies anymore. It's a different, it's a different, different day, you know, technology, things like that. Um, but she makes sure he got his notebooks, his folders. Remember growing up, Mike, we had trapper keepers, bro. Like, I, I don't know if you remember a trapper keeper. I do, bro. I was just talking about that on the show. What's damn, it was recently too. I was just talking about trapper keepers and how I didn't. Oh no, I was at work talking about trapper keepers, and I was like, my mom never got me trapper keepers. You know what I got? What'd you get? She took them from her office. Those big ass, <laughs> big ass three ring binders. <laughs> Yo, and here's the worst part about it, right? Not only was it like just the plain Jane joints, it's like some of the big three ring binders have the plastic front so you can like slide a paper in there. I ain't even had that kind. It was just the plain, like if I wanted to decorate my joint, I had to go and get those. Remember those silver markers that they used to I make do back remember in the day? You had to like push down on the tip to get the ink to come out. Like that's the only way I could like jazz my joints up or get the whiteout pen. So, yo, that's funny. So, I was looking at some trapper keepers and I was like, 1588. Like, I was like, I called my mom, I was like, Mom, you used to buy me this stuff, yo? What was you crazy? Like, these things are expensive, but I can't front. My mom used to hook me up. I had the trapper keeper and the lunchbox to match. You know what I'm saying? And the book bag on top of that. So, so it's cool, man, because Rome's as he's on his way. So, tomorrow, this week is going to be a little awkward because Ricky starts work tomorrow. Which means I got Rome for three days. And it's about to be, you know, what's that uh, daddy's daycare for three daddy's days? Daycare. Now, see, I get excited about that. So uh, yesterday, our, our sitter said that she couldn't watch the kids. So I called out of work. And like, I, because I don't get to spend a lot of time with my babies, like, you know, you know how it right. is. No, I know. I know. I know. So, I got hype. I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? We're going to play some family games. We're going to go outside. Yeah. I'm going to play with the water hose. Like, I got this new canopy at my house set up and everything. It's this big ass, like, 12 by 14 or something. I don't know. But it covers my whole back patio. 
like the mosquito netting and everything on there. I got fans in there and electricity out there. So I was like, we're going to spend a lot of time out there. And we did all that. My kid, I was like, all right, guys, we got to go inside for lunch. You were like, oh, daddy, can we go to McDonald's? I'm like, fuck it. We going to McDonald's. Like, let's go. Come on. We're going to go to get some McDonald's. You know, like I really enjoy those days. So do you have anything planned for the next three days with you and Rome? So I don't. But Rome does. So Rome made a list. I'm sitting at my fantasy football draft tonight and I get a message on my phone and it's a list of everything we're going to do in three days. Shit, I'll probably end up in Egypt, Africa at some point because this boy wants to get out of this house and go somewhere. So how did he send you this list? Rome got a phone? No, but but, but he uses my wife's. I don't know how he knows how to do this, yo. Yeah, yeah, He shouldn't know how to do it at five, bro. Nah, they you can't. They learn that t- text is speech to text thing. Like they say it and they type it out and everything. That's my crazy. Kids using YouTube better than me, and it's funny listening to my four year old try to because she has like this weird ass accent. So she'd be like getting frustrated, pushing the button on the remote, like talking into it. They're like, "That's not what I said." <laughs> I love. But they know kids, they know bro. how to do that stuff, man. Listen, listen what we got to do, uh, we got to do a play date, and I don't mind driving down there. We got to do a play date. Our kids, my son is the same age as your daughter. They they need to have a play date. He needs to know he has family um, outside of the state. And I'm sure Ricky wants to get the hell out of this house. We, we're going to we're gonna plan something. I know football season's coming up, but we'll plan something. Mm-hmm. I did. So that was number three. So we bought Rome a kitten. He picked out his own kitten. We went to the animal shelter, and he picked out a kitten. And he named his kitten Martin. And it's so cute, it's so cute, it's so tight. I forgot kitten. I forgot that they come that small. And so right. Rome's sitting with the kitten singing Rockabye Baby. I was like, wow. So that's his little brother, because that's that's oh, it. That, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's you know what I'm trying to say. Oh. Yeah, like so um that that was that is it. So next week I'll be full-time content creating for real, for real. Uh, and what we have two weeks to the season. So I'm thinking of going like Monday through Friday, Mike, I, I, I got to talk to Mike. I got to talk to peachy. We got to, we got to work this out. I want to make sure I could do this Wayne breezy thing Monday through Friday. Uh, and yeah. So we're the next level. We're y'all, take it to the next. y'all are messing up. So make yeah. sure y'all subscribe to the Wayne breezy channel. Just type in Wayne breezy. No matter where you type it in, you can type in Wayne breezy on Pornhub and something going to pop up. You might not want to see it. I had to take that stuff down, bro, because oh, what had happened was right. um, got to protect the brand too. It got to protect the brand. You know what I'm saying? Proud of that stuff. You know like I was, and then <laughs> the brand was like, "Nah, this ain't gun. This ain't it. It's you're a teacher. I was a teacher, right? So, yeah. But see, I get, I get you. I, all right, it's all good, man. It's, it's all good. So you got my man, a cat, man. So we got I, two I cats. Love- now the old cat ain't feeling it, so I I don't even know where music is right now. Like he's music, he's somewhere music pissed off. Kind of here. Now, did you spell music the normal way, or did you do like music soul child? I did it the normal way. I'm oh, I'm a okay. normal person, you know. I thought it was kind of creative. Throw the cue in there. You that know was but that was fire, yo. Like yeah. music was also that was that was dope. Music soul child. Shout out to music soul child, Philly cat. Uh, crazy C. That's right? dope. Yeah, crazy C. So he says, Mike, how's the diet and working out going? So I haven't been able to work out much. I got this injection in my elbow. Uh, I had really, really bad tennis elbow. And I went through uh, two months of therapy on it. So I had to stop going to the gym. Like, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't, if I can't do everything both sides, 
I don't want to do it. And I hate cardio. So I'm not just going to the gym to ride a bike. Uh, so I haven't been able to work out. I did get the, what's it called? The cortisone shot in my elbow, uh, but I can feel it wearing off and I'm still scared to go out there. However, I have lost a lot of weight. I saw two abs the other day when I coughed and I got hyped. I got hyped. I've been walking around trying to cough ever since then, hoping that my shirt blow in the wind or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just hoping that the two abs pop out. You know what I'm saying? Almost, almost do it on myself. But, you know, like it, it, I am losing weight. Oh, you sharted. It, 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 it's working out pretty well. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it's this is uh, it's really good. And see, 49er Jeff said, damn, you, you boys showing your age. I want to go on record here. Wayne and I. If you showed us a lineup of the Wonder Twins, I don't think we will be able to pick them out. Like if you showed a random pairs of people doing right. a little fist thing, right? We weren't the ones that said it. It was some other people in the I, chat. I didn't know it was the Wonder Twins, but I'm looking at this joint. Let me get you a date: 1977 to 19. I don't know, but that's when it first aired. So I yeah. wasn't around. Nah. <laughs> they had to have updated the Wonder Twins at some point. They even turned it into a TV show. They were like small characters on Smallville. Go figure. Didn't even know. Wait, See? Smallville was the Superman, Superman show. Superman show. Right. So they're DC characters, I guess. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. All right. See? I like that, man. I like that, bro. All right, cool. So, you know, we got a lot of things to get into. Uh, was there anything else you want to touch on before we get into 49er stuff? Nah, man. Let's go ahead and get down to the di- get down, man. The nitty gritty is what we call it, baby. Let's do it. That's what I, I was gonna be mad if you didn't say. <laughs> I was I was like really about to tech you for that, but all right, it's cool, it's cool. So the 49ers have made some moves, guys. They made some roster cuts and things like that. But before they even did the roster cuts, they signed a player, and we I don't think we've done a show and discussed it. So here's a tweet here from uh, Matt Burrows. He says 49ers transaction in safety. Tashawn Gibson with a P. Make sure you guys know that's not Gibson. If you're trying to look him up on Google and things like that, out wide receiver Austin Mack wave slash injured. All right. Um, now this Tashawn Gibson move kind of sent up some red flags for me, bro. Um, I, I, I get it. Should we be concerned about Jimmy Ward long term? Because this guy is a 10 year vet. I remember him in Chicago. I don't know if he's been anywhere else. But I remember him in Chicago from years ago. Uh, what are we what are we getting here? And is this a, a sign that maybe Jimmy Ward isn't as close to being healthy as we think or hope he is? I I I, I would say, you know, we 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 kind of spoke about this on the on the uh thing was nitty-gritty on last night. And I, I would say for myself, I'm concerned. And, and the reason why I'm concerned is because of the type of an injury. You're talking hamstring, and then you're talking about Jimmy being older. Let's factor in all the key parts, right? Jimmy's a little older. Jimmy now has a hamstring. The, the initial report was that it was worst, one of the worst of the hamstrings that Kyle saw. Like, you know, and so we're like, damn, one of the worst. We thought Elijah Mitchell <laughs> was pretty bad, and now you're saying that Jimmy Wards was one of the worst. So I, I would say I'm a little concerned because, you know, you want Ward. This is a contract season for him, and you want him out there as healthy as he can be. I'm hoping at least 95 to 100 percent when he plays. So I think this move was more of a precautionary type of a move, Mike. I think it was like, yo, let's bring in this this vet guy 
and we worked him out. He he passed the test, obviously. Let's bring him in. Let's let Jimmy get get some rest. He's a vet. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what you do with vets. If he was a younger player, I wouldn't be surprised if he was cut. Because Kyle okay. Shanahan has no problem waving hurt players. Right, right. And we've seen that happen a few times just this offseason. Uh, and speaking of waving hurt players, the other person in that transition to get uh, Gibson, they wave injured uh, Austin, Austin Matt. Matt. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this question. Were you surprised? <laughs> Max should have been going last week. Listen, <laughs> you know, because he wasn't the he was the weakest link. Look, right. he had a catch in that game, but he he dropped three passes. He dropped two touchdowns. Yeah, you can't be dropping touchdowns. Yeah. yeah so like those, those are the ones you gotta get, right? Like, yeah, like I, so. I thought I thought personally. That Mac should have been the in the first cut. I hate cutting, saying the cut players, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Wave, cut, release, whatever you want to call it. It all means the same thing. They're out of a job, unemployed. Maybe we'll say unemployed. Maybe it sounds a little bit better. You know, you gotta switch our words up. You know, mm-hmm. to please the population. So he, he's now he's been laid off, right? Or and and so I I think when it comes to Austin Mac. I think that's a guy. His injury accelerated the the layoff. It was yeah. like, oh, you're injured. Oh, can't you? All right, no problem. We'll let you go. It's all it's all a game. It's all it's all a business game, a numbers game, uh, and a time frame type of a game. Hey, we'll wave you. You'll clear waivers. Don't worry. You'll probably be back here. All right, we'll see what happens, man. We got the what happened to Nick? Where's Nick? Questions? Miss Nick? Listen, as far as I could tell, Nick just don't want to do the shows here. I I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I can't keep saying he's working. We all work. We all work crazy amounts. I, I don't know. Honestly, Nick is in the group chat. He's in there. He's on Twitter. He responds to things that he wants to respond to. I, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I, I can't sit around and just beat around the bush. I've been beating around the bush for, what, a year and a half? Like, we going on, what, two seasons now? I, I don't know, guys. So, uh, y'all, if y'all are really, really concerned and interested in where he's at. Just hit him, up. Hit him up. Yeah, you got to hit him up and ask Just him. Hit, up, hit up Nick. Ask Nick where as he is. As far as I know, his 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 social media um, is active. He hasn't he hasn't changed it. So, I think it's just, uh, I think it's still 49er Faithful. No S. 49er Faithful 365. So, y'all just got to go and, and, and hit him up. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. So, maybe you guys end up hearing him hearing from him sooner than later so uh you never know stay tuned that's all <laughs> i don't know i don't know he's got the login he can do show i better not get fired for that you know that the jacksons don't play about their estate i'm a- <laughs> you're right and michael own, and michael own his stuff too i can't even oh, say that's man. quincy it yeah you're right and a bunch of other stuff See, look, yeah, Nina Rich is right. Nick does be in the Twitter spaces, so right. go check him out, man. Yeah, there you Nick, go. And yeah, Nick is doing his thing on Twitter. Shout out to Nick. See? He's there. You go. Look, I talked to Nick the other day. He told me he's a part of this show. I think he said he's busy with work at the moment. I was about to say ATM. At the moment, yeah, no, you're right. I, uh, so, um, you mentioned another player when you were talking, and you were like, you know, uh, Mitchell. The hamstring in- injury to uh, Elijah That's Mitchell. Another player, bro. And Kyle actually made some some news that is, is a recent presser here uh, from Adam Schefter. Kyle Shanahan told reporters that running back Elijah Mitchell is on track to return Week One versus Chicago. 
Yeah, now, on track is the key phrase. On track to return. How, how is it that, Mike, I'm starting to understand where you're going with this stuff now? This is good. Uh, this means I'm growing. I got to ask the question. You got to ask the question. Here we go. You ready? Will he play no. week one versus Chicago? Elijah Mitchell's not playing week one. And right. it's it's because it's not it's not because of Elijah Mitchell. It's because of the development of these other running backs. And Kyle is all right. Because if you if you if you watch the whole Kyle Shanahan presser, you and I'm gonna put some video clips up. So I'll make sure I go ahead and get down to the nitty gritty on those clips. But if you watch the presser, when they ask him about players, even Jason Varex, we're gonna get to him. And when they ask him about these special these certain players. You know, you can tell he's not in a rush to get these guys back. And he wants them healthy. I think you want Mitchell to play 15 healthy games, then go mm-hmm. out there one game, get dinged up, then not go out, then boom, 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 and then come back, and then you're dinged up. You don't want Mitchell to have that season he had last year. You know what I'm saying? So he, he missed five games last year, correct? So let's say he, he comes in this year and he plays in – you know, 13, that's 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 more than what he did last year. So I'm okay with resting him, and we're playing the Bears, and we're playing the Seahawks. I don't think those teams are any good. So I think Jimmy Ward. Well, before we say they're not any good. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think that they're going to be much of a competition for the 49ers, but any given Sunday. Well, I, so let me let me give a little pushback to that. And I'm not I saying they're going to be I want you to. I expect we have a new offensive line. We don't know the status. We have a new we have a new offensive line. Yes. We could potentially have four new guys as the week one starters there. If McGlinchey, cuz we heard that he's a little tied up at the moment. Yeah, it's um, crazy. So we, we got to find out if it's going to be three new starters or four new starters, right? Um and so, you know, some of the word coming out from camp right now, we on the latest 49ers rumors and updates, right, is that Burford was re- – uh, not Burford, I'm sorry. Uh, Poe was recently alternating first-team reps mm-hmm. at practice. I don't know what to make of that. I, I don't know how you, you break that down. Did you hear what Kyle said, though? No, break it down for me, man. <laughs> and listen, I, this is one day – this is this is the one day Mike, I have it's not okay, bro. That's what that's why we're a team. So you don't got to give no disclaimers. But did you hear what Kyle said? You said no. Now I'm just gonna I'm gonna start off by laughing. So Kyle Shanahan said, Who? Oh, he was out there. <laughs> he said Kyle said he doesn't pay attention to who's out there at the offensive line. He said, Chris, that's Chris Forrester's job. And he says Chris rotates those guys in and out. So I'm I don't really keep up with what's going on. Who's out there or whatnot? And I believe it because you know, uh, last, I was gonna say last season Kyle said that about uh yeah, he said that about um I think it was the running backs, right? Uh no, no, oh, it's the defense coach. It, it's 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 Kosarek. Like he he trusts yes. Yes. he trusts Chris and Chris, right? Those are the two yes. people he trusts. Chris yes, Cross, sir. we can call him Chris Cross. Okay, so he trusts us, and so I think he's – I'm not saying Kyle – I just thought it was funny that he was like, who? What? You know what I'm saying? So I don't think right. Poe is on Kyle Shanahan's radar, but Poe is on Chris Forster's radar, and he dominated. Right? So even when he played in this preseason game, he was way better oh, at – like, What you about to say? What you about to say? 
He was he was he was better at the left guard. Nah, nah, I'm not. See, and that's what I'm not gonna allow us to do. Yes, we he was, gonna, Mike. No, 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 Mike, sir. He, yes, he was. Bro, how many bad snaps? How many bad snaps has Aaron Banks had this 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 preseason? Forget forget camp because camp may be trying stuff. The defense knows the plays and all that shit. Forget, forget that for one second. We've how seen many two? bad snaps? He's had zero bad snaps, right? He's given how up zero pressures. No, zero. Okay. Okay. All right. Zero. And that's what I, that's what I want. I, to I think I think the thing about Poe is there's there's something different in him. Yeah, he's and he's smaller. As in he's, he's smaller as in it's the same. I, yeah, it's the same way it's leverage. So it's the same way Aaron Donald is able to dominate on the defensive line because he's able to get up and under these bigger offensive linemen and kind of, if you're strong, you move them, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just physics, right? If you're right. strong and you could bench press 975 pounds, well, you just pick up a lineman and kind of toss them to the shot unless they got their anchor set. That's why we talk about lineman anchoring. And so I think Poe, I mean, listen, He's endorsed by Trent Williams, Mike, heavily. So him and Burford, by the way. Correct, correct. But he's super. But, but can but, I ask a question? Okay, go ahead. Because I want I want to make sure we're being clear here. Now we've heard about the endorsements. Is it because Trent was specifically asked about these players, or did he just randomly mention them? Because was, there's a difference. Well, he was asked about the players. Okay, but now, then has anyone but, asked him about Banks? But. He, they have asked him about Banks, not today, but 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 Trent has spoken about Aaron Banks during his pressers, and he said that the kid looks good out there. Listen, Aaron Banks looks good, but we're talking about the guard position. And so I'm not going to say he was better than Aaron Banks, but I liked what I saw on film. And the thing is, he can play guard, he can play left or right, and I think that's what they're trying to get him to do. So if we're struggling at this right guard position, and I know a lot of people aren't feeling this, you can always slide Bur Burford to the right tackle position. That's mm. his natural position. That's what mm. he played in college for three years, right? Mm. So that's two, where he two, two yeah, years because he played guard for the first two years last week, I think. And he said that he played tackle and guard guard two years, two years in a row. Right. So, so my point is, just because he didn't take reps at the tackle position doesn't mean he doesn't have the athleticism and the skill set to play it if that's where he played for the last two years in school. So you couldn't slide him over to tackle if you're not sold on Colton McKivitz. And give this guy, Jason, make Jason Paul part of the team. Listen, you can't ever have too many good offensive linemen. And at this point... If Poe's strength alone and leverage, and he's learning how to to like use his size to as an advantage, that's what he's learning right now. He doesn't just have the speed. Trent Williams said he's strong. He's strong as an ox. Like those are pretty strong, tough animals, man. And we yeah. knew that because we watched him bench press right, right after he was drafted. He was he was in the gym, so we watched him work mm -hmm. out. It's gonna mm -hmm. be crazy, man. It's and you know what. A lot of people are nervous because they're rookies and all that. And I'll be honest with you, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. really excited. Now, here's the thing, right? You want these guys to go through a learning curve quickly at the that's, pro level. That's the and key. That's the, the key. The Bears and the Seahawks games might be the perfect games to do it, but to an extent, we can't go out there and say, you, we need you guys to get this experience so you can get ready. 
We still need to win those games. It's we no longer win those games. games. We got to win no those games. We, those two games, we have to come out 2-0. We have you to. You have and to start the season off 2-0. That's, that's why I talked about the um, uh, what, what do you uh, the Elijah Mitchell thing, right? Yeah. That's why I mentioned the uh, Elijah Mitchell. I want uh, him to play. Not playing. I, I don't think he should only because of what we've seen from the running backs so far. And that's we're going to get back. We're going to get back to the running backs very soon, uh, but I'm not calling Eric Davis. <laughs> um, they, uh, I, we did see Eric Davis talk about uh, on the on the sideline for the Seahawks, and uh, what I reminded people of immediately is that you guys have to remember Eric Davis was coached. His defensive coordinator when he was here with the Niners was Pete Carroll, so he knows what Pete Carroll expects from that secondary. It only makes sense for him to be there. If he was going to go somewhere and contribute right away, that's the place for him to be on. It's not that he's switching sides, guys. He, he, trust me. It's just he, a job, y'all. Relax. That that's it right there. It's a job. And he's he's gotta do it. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he's and he's he's mentioned on their podcast, the Believe in 49ers podcast, that you know, I've been thinking about putting my hat in the ring as a coach. I've been thinking about it. So if he if he is thinking about it. You call up somebody that you know, that knows that you know what they want, and you say, hey, let me do some consulting. Mm-hmm. You don't go out there and say, hey, hire me. It's let me do some consulting. Same way we do with, here's a name that y'all are going to like, Vic Fangio. He is a consultant for the 49ers right now. People forget about that. But Vic Fangio is a consultant for the 49ers, right? So they're talking about him potentially replacing – um uh, Ryan D'Amico Ryan, if and when he moves on, Vic Fangio is under contract. Well, he's getting paid, I should say, by the Broncos for another season. So there's no rush to hire him right now. He's got a salary coming in. You can do some consulting. We'll throw you a couple of bones on the side. You know what I'm saying? And that's how these guys figure out if they're cut out for it. Ed's going to do that consulting over there. So I respect it. I respect it. It's, it's not about the Seahawks or anything like that. It's it, he, he's, he dipped his toe in the water. Let me see if this water feels good or not. If it's too cold, I'm going to get back out. If it's too hot, I'm going to be like, nah, not right now. Maybe later. You know what I'm saying? So yes, sir. Uh, I, I think that's what he's doing. I absolutely think that's what he's doing. Now, there were a couple of other moves that the 49ers made, and we have to discuss um, before we get to the meat and potatoes of the show, before we get all the way to the nitty-gritty. Um some more cuts now everyone knows that today was official cut down day we had to drop five more guys get the roster down to 80 and matt burrows has a tweet here he says the 49ers reduced the 80 man roster limit by waving tight end tanner hudson linebacker jeremiah gimmel and tackle sam schluter and placing cornerback jason verrett and defensive tackle kalia davis on reserve slash injury list. Now, there's a lot to break down in this. Let's start with the three people who were cut, Hudson, Gimmel, and Schluter. Wayne, are any of these names on this list surprises to you? I would. I think that the the Tanner Hudson one is was the surprise because I thought he was having one of the best camps uh, from a tight end perspective, but we also only saw him in in pass catching right and so we don't know how he is in run blocking and all that different you know all the other intricacies of the offense 
Mm-hmm. And so I, my surprise was Tanner, but like going back and thinking about it, man, maybe he's the, he's the weakest of the run blockers. You know what I'm saying? And you know you got to be able to pa- run block and pass protect. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to get out yeah. there and chip these guys on the on the edge and things like that. And yes, he's sir. just a he's just a, a catcher. He 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 catches just about everything. He had a drop in the last game, but he catches just about everything thrown in his way. And so I, when I think about that, I'll be like, well, we 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 have another player that can catch just about everything in his way. His name is Ross Dwelly, and he's not much that much better of a blocker. But you get this versatility from him where he's more of an offensive weapon. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, he can line up in the backfield. He could be an H-back, and he can run out of the backfield if need be on short downs. So instead of doing the quarterback sneaks and things like that, you could put this guy back there. And a God forbid if Juice gets hurt, we released Josh Hokett, who's now an Arizona Cardinal. Now you got your emergency fullback. So Dwelly's starting to make a little bit more sense, starting to make a little bit more clear. But then there's Troy from Mugali. So I think those two are battling for a spot, right? Because they both, yeah, they both do the same thing. Because I think there's another tight end that, you know, if we're talking about just pass catchers, like you mentioned with Hudson, Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft Croft is a pass catcher. He's He's actually a playmaker at the tight end position if he can stay healthy. Healthy. Always. That's always That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So um, I think Hudson just by default, if you're not the best pass pro or if you're not even good at in pass pro or if you can't chip the, pr- the proper way, we'd rather keep a guy like Croft who we know can give us what you're giving him. And he's that veteran presence. He can probably anchor and things like that a little bit better in pass pro. You know what I'm saying? He could probably throw those chips in there. You know, he could block a little bit better. So I, I can kind of see why, but – I was a little surprised to see his name on there and not some other guys. Um, do you again, think he makes – do you think he clears waivers? And if he does, do you think the 49ers sign him to the practice squad? Because Kyle Shanahan said that he's trying to build his practice squad, you know, the right practice squad, and he's also trying to, you know, figure out his 53, you know, his team and all that type of stuff, all at the same time. So is this was this a calculated cut release? There are going to be calculated cuts. There are going to be calculated cuts, and we're going to get back to that later. But I do think that this might be one of them. Absolutely. So Tyler Croft was injured. He was a free agent just sitting out there, and the Niners picked him up, right? You let him go, you're probably thinking to yourself, nobody's really going to pick him up because he was a free agent, right? If they wanted him, they would have grabbed him already. We can hold on to him just to see what he's got. We think we know what we have in Croft. And for teams on cut-down day, you're not at a lot of risk. My shit crooked again. You're not at a lot of risk uh, for these guys getting signed right away. Now, we we risked it with Hockett. He did get picked up by the Cardinals. They weren't uh, but, expecting him because, that, like, I hear the reports saying that they had planned on bringing him back. Mm-hmm. Same way they did with the tight end, Caden Smith, when they released him and he got picked up by the back. Giants. They were playing. Same, same way with uh, my man that went to the Seahawks, wasn't it? Reed. Yeah, DJ uh, Reed. Yep. Right. So, you know, these are these are guys that they had plans with and said, you know what, we're going to risk it. And then, boom, they get picked up by division opponents, people who have seen them up close and personal, people who have uh, paid attention to what we're doing in the preseason. You know, and then there's also the what kind of insight can you give us? So Absolutely. it makes it makes a little bit of sense that they, these guys got picked up. You know what I'm saying? So I um, could see I could see Tanner Hudson um, on the Rams. <laughs> 
on the Rams, on the Cardinals, or on the Seahawks, like easily. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens though, because you know, in in order to release, I mean, in order to sign some guys, you got to release somebody else, and that's Correct. always the catch twenty two with these teams. You know, is it worth it? Is it worth getting that information? And for a team that's not going to play us anytime soon, like the Cardinals, you got to start asking yourself, well, why? Why did you do it? You know, so we'll have to see what happens here. Um, and I'm going to pull this list back up because there were two other names here. You talked about your surprise one already, but we also uh, reserve injured list two guys. Now, this I think is. Did Mike go, go away? <laughs> He must have clicked the wrong button. But anyway, I'll go ahead and carry on the show. <laughs> Mike, did you click did you click a button, bro? No, no. It just said uh your your stream lost. Oh, that connection. happened to me the other day. Yep, that happened to me the other day. I, I never seen that before. I've seen like your camera or whatever, whatever, but that was that was weird. That's um, funny. So, you know, I think this was a genius move by the team. And and, and sure, I'll go first here on this one. I think this is master, masterful roster manipulation okay now jason verrett feels that he's ready okay jason verrett is asking for more jason verrett wants to uh be the guy he wants to be out there week one right mm-hmm. the Niners are saying well yeah but you're only about 80 percent right now we don't want to risk you getting hurt right now you know what i'm saying so we're gonna put you on ir or in the injury list, and that's going to buy us some more time. You won't count against the roster. We're down to the numbers that we need to, and these are guys that we are hoping to keep. This is, you know, how we were just talking about, like let's 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 cut them and then we can stash them later. Yeah, this is that, but with a little bit more depth. Because what's Davis's injury? Um, I don't remember what his injury was. Uh, I know he's not injured in college. Let me see if I can look it up. Kalia Davis's injury. Now, while Wayne is typing that in there, that's kind of my point, right? Like, you drafted this guy. He was a draft pick, right? He wasn't just a, an undrafted free agent. This was somebody that we picked. We, so we drafted, he, right? Yeah, he had a torn ACL in October of, you know, 2021. He had a torn ACL in October. So they drafted him. But they drafted him. So so let's let's explain the genius of what's really going down. All right. And so you said this was interesting and let's explain the genius of it. So a lot of people were like what was Kalia the 6th round pick? 6th round pick I believe. 6th or 7th. I don't, I don't remember exactly which one but he was definitely out there. All right. So they they picked him up. Um he was the 220th pick. So is that 6th round or 7th round? He was. Hey, can I put this on your Facebook? I mean, on your YouTube? I mean, on your on your Twitter? Sure. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So he he um. All right. So here's the genius of that pick. You drafted the guy. Now a lot of people are like, damn, Trent Baalke ish. No, you got you got to think about what they were doing because of the new rules of the NFL. And oh. so the new rules this year of the NFI is if you place a player on the NFI list, which essentially is the PUP list, it's the same thing. The difference between the two lists is that the NFI happens when an injury occurs not playing in an NFL game. When playing an NFL game and get injured, he played in a collegiate game, got injured. So they drafted him knowing they were going to get extra time 
to manipulate the system. So they drafted him. He came. Mm-hmm. He comes in. Hey man, we're gonna declare. Yep, yep, we're gonna declare him to the NFI list. You're like NFI now. Last year, I believe the NFI list it was ten weeks off. Now it's only four weeks. It's the All same right. as the PUP. Think about what they're doing now. These guys don't count against the roster spot. Jason Verrett, the same way. I believe Jason Verrett is ready. I believe the 49ers believe he's ready. Don't get it twisted. But what the 49ers want is an extra four weeks where they can still work and some of these other guys get an extra four weeks with these guys, find out who then they're going to release when they bring him off the PUP. Because once he's on comes off the PUP, you got to get let go of a player because now he's going to count. Right. Same thing right. with Kalia Davis. It's going to be the same thing. So the question is, damn, who are they going to release? They got to release two players week four. But you you wait. You, you, you work that out, right? You see what you got. And then come week four to NFL, you make that decision. Now, I believe Kalia is going to be a player that's going to get put on IR after he comes off the, the list. Think about how they're manipulating this system. And that's why I applaud them for what they're doing. Because this team... Mark, they're so damn smart with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they manipulate this list in such a masterful way. Like, think about this for a second, right? You get to bring that group in. Four weeks in. Four weeks in. Now, right now, you got the various Ward, who's nursing the hamstring, right? Emmanuel Mosley just came back. Traverius Ward, he's nursing. You said Traverius? He's nursing a groin. Oh, a groin. A groin. Okay. okay, that's right. That's right. The hamstring is... Uh, He's the yeah. only one with the groin. Everybody else is hammy. Yes. And so now it's like, all right, we can get through the first four weeks, right? We have we do have a big game in the third or fourth week. Which one is it? Third week, bro. We played that. We fly out to Denver. We'll be on the Mile High uh, yeah. Stadium. Yeah. So week four, I want Verrett out there against the Rams, bro. Come on, man. Well, he can't come back till after week four, back, right? Yeah. Damn. Him. Yeah, he's got to so miss week five. Who do we have? Carolina. That's that might be the perfect game to get him acclimated back to speed. Yeah, see, that's a good warm up game. So now you sit back, you look at the roster, right? You look at the schedule and you say, can we survive these games? Bro, if the Niners start two and one, and that's assuming that we beat the Bears, that's assuming we beat the Seahawks, and let's just, for whatever reason, take that L against. The Broncos, mm-hmm. right? Fourth week, we going out to. Fourth week, we are uh, home against the Rams, right? Against the Rams, right? And that's a team that we They'll don't be on the road for two weeks, right? Now, here's the cool thing, right? Who is the 49ers killer on the Rams right now? Daniel Brunskill. No, 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 no. Who's the 49ers killer? Oh, Aaron Donald. Nope, not Cooper even him. Cup? Cooper freaking Cup. And guess what we have now this year? We got plethora of DBs. Samuel Womack in particular. You ain't going to be moving that man all over the place. The you 49ers know, the got – yeah, the 49ers got th- – right. That, right. Well, that, that's that's going to be his ultimate test, though, Mike. Because I think he's going to get acclimated. Because I I, I want him – I want to see if they're going to put Darnell Mooney in the slot at any given moment in the Chicago game. Because I, I want to see that. 
Because if Samuel Womack can keep up with Mooney, I love it. I'm going to love it. Then week two, Tyler Lockett in the slot. Now, don't get it twisted. They're going to rotate, right? So you're going to see Lockett. If, if he's taking advantage of Lockett, then expect him to switch that to DK. They're going to put a bigger receiver over in the slot to see if he can get, have some type of advantage. But mm-hmm. I think Samuel Womack is toe-to-toe strong enough to take on anybody. But that Cooper Cup is going to be the most interesting one because we all know Cooper lines up in the slot. That's just who he is, is what he does. He has the wiggle, and that's he he likes to get the ball in space. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well said, well said. And there's a couple of other things that we need to discuss here, too. Uh, here's one, some big news here. Uh, Matt Burroughs again. Shout out to Matt, man. He's sponsoring Nothing But Niner Show with his tweets here. 49ers about to start a no-pad practice. That's Dante Johnson, ribs in the blue. You see him over there in the left side of your screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says, new guy, Gibson, wearing number 31. Dante Johnson is back. Now, this is interesting to me. I don't even know if Matt meant to do this this way. But you know who else plays safety for the Niners when needed? Dante Johnson. Dante freaking Johnson. And so it's good to see him back out there. Now, all of a sudden, some of the reserves are coming back up. Now, you know. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and live in my falsehoods. I know he's my Jersey guy and I got to go for him. Dante Johnson might not be the guy you want out there all the time, but he is someone who knows the system and knows it very well. He also knows the Seahawks very well because he was over there. You know what I'm saying? So this is a guy, he knows Russell Wilson well, who's going to be our week three opponent. You know what I'm saying? So this is something that I think can bode well for the 49ers just in case i don't know how many more insurance policies you can get that are going to be as competent in your system as dante johnson right so again an insurance policy not your starter right but an insurance policy in case there's a plethora of injuries you can throw him out there and say all right we trust you you know what to do let's go out there and do it because how many people have been in this system Mm -hmm. and available and not going to be a starter. See that you got to factor all those little tiny things and those different nuances in there to equal a Dante Johnson. If he was a starter, he would be a starter, but he's not that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is he going to be your top choice of backup? Probably not, but he can be your third option at a lot of different positions with the 49ers, including nickel, including outside, including safety. So I think that's probably as good as you're going to get with a backup or your 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 safety net, so to speak. What say you? Yeah, I, I think the fact that his versatility, I think his it's his because of his versatility that's going to somehow land him a place with the 49ers, but I still don't think he makes the 53. I think I think Dante Johnson is going to clear waivers, bro. It's just kind of like would you know, like he's played for only one other team, and that was Seattle. Um, I, I think he's going to find ways to clear those waivers. And I think the 49ers kind of like know that. Um, and so because of that, he will be back on the squad. Don't get it twisted. But I think they're just playing that game again. You know, you know, Dante will let you go because we're going to make sure we keep these 53. And then, you know what? Dante clears waivers. Next thing you know, he's on the PS. And now when you have him on that PS, you're paying him a little bit of money. But he's there because you can keep these veterans there. He's a veteran in NFL. Right. And that's the new rules. You can keep like these veterans on your practice squad. And I think for Dante Johnson, he knows his role, Mike. I think that's what you were alluding to like he knows what his role is he's not a starter in the nfl but he's a whenever you call me i'll be around like i'll be there type of a player mm-hmm. 
and you want him with the 49ers. And I get it. He might not have the skill set to do this and to do that consistently. But I tell you what, when he's out there, whatever they tell him to play, he makes a play. He might give up a play, but he also makes plays. And so I think, like you said, because he knows the system, I think the 49ers know how to manipulate that to make sure that Dante Johnson remains a 49er some way, somehow. Yeah. yeah. And and let me ask you this question. You there? Yeah. Sorry, I heard some feedback. My apologies. Uh, let me ask you this question. If Dante Johnson didn't have the blue jersey on right now. Would they have brought in Gibson? Yes. Look at see. The, yeah, because they would have been they would have been down. Remember, Dante is not a safety, he's a defensive back. Yes. It's the same thing as Daniel Brunskill being an offensive lineman. Like they're the same essential player. You 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 need them. They're utility guys. Mm-hmm. All right. If you play fantasy basketball, you pick up a utility guy, one that can play positions because you could put them in your lineup in different spots. Right. That's Dante. That's Daniel Brunskill. Same position. Uh, you know, same same situation. Sorry, bro. I played one year of fantasy basketball in Peachy's league. Right. I never want to do it again. I was yeah. terrible. I, I, you have to manage your team every day, bro. Well, it's not just that, but apparently, like, it's like each position has to play a certain amount of times a week. And so, yeah. like, I saw, oh, not playing tonight, and I'm just moving guys in, and I'm like, wait a minute, but I didn't have to start him this week. Like, I could have left that open for what I, I don't know enough of the rules for fantasy basketball to do it. And fantasy basketball, the key to that is make sure you have enough guys in your lineup every night. Yeah, but I was doing that when I didn't have to. Like so, but you, you but it. you, but you want you want to make sure that every night you have players in your lineup because the one night you slip, it's a numbers game, right? But so thought, even if they're not the best players, and those players get rebounds, next thing you know, you're like, damn, I got out rebounded. Depending on the score, some people score off of rebounds, points, threes, all that type of stuff. So you want to make it was each position had to have five nights of contribution in a seven day week. No, that's not it. No, that's not how fantasy basketball works. I fucking lost then. I see. I told y'all I know what I was doing. Yeah, you I had no idea what I was doing. You, so you, seven nights a week. You, you got to make seven nights, bro. The only time you get off is when there's like no basketball, and that's rare. So like Christmas Day, that's a day you rack up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's us all basketball. But, but you got to make sure you got players in your lineup every night. So you got to play the waiver wire a lot. Sometimes you got to let guys go. If if they're like role players, you got to cut them and pick up some new role players that are playing. <laughs> like, and yeah. hope they clear waivers right. and you get your guy back. It's real okay. in the field. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. That's a, that's the thing I'm not built for. Talk about working too much so I can't do things. That, that's one that I just didn't stay on top of. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got a couple more topics we want to get to here. Uh, here we are. We got our first Super Chat of the night, man. Let's go. Let's go, Deshaun. Let's go, man. He says, what up, Niner gang? Aaron Donald kills the 49ers every year. I'm going to argue against that in a little bit. I'm going to argue um, against that, too. Okay. Cooper Cup was shut down the last two years. Last year, he had a good year. Okay, I see what he's saying. So he means the previous two years, Cooper Cup didn't really do much against the Niners. But this well, year... one year he was injured. I would say Cooper Cup is pretty relevant against the 49ers. Um, I, would, I would say that Aaron Donald doesn't kill us every year. And I would say that he only killed us this year because of Von Miller. 
I'll, I'll be the first to say that. And well, not, not only that, they moved him to overplay edge. Because they had a guy named Von Miller. Yes. yes so it allows exactly. him to line up inside, outside, outside, inside, right side, left side. Because Von was just as versatile. Once Von yeah. got acclimated to Ram speed, it's the only reason why they won the NFC Championship, guys. The NFC Championship. It's the only reason why they won. You, we could blame it on us too, but I think Jimmy they won. Was there too, Dude, they were they were they were applying pressure. Yes, they were applying pressure, man. They were making everybody look bad. Even Trent Williams looked bad at at, at times. I, granted, he was injured, but because they kept switching and stunting on him, like he he was struggling too. I would like to see Aaron Donald against a guy like Poe in the future. See. That's perfect. That's like that's that's yeah, that, that would be hard to get lower than a six one guy. Yeah, okay, I see what you say. That that's tough, bro. And 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 I would love to see it because that's strength. And I think I would I'm gonna go on a limb and I would say that even though Poe isn't in his grown man body yet, I mm. think he's naturally stronger than Aaron Donald. But I think Aaron Donald technique would kick that kid's ass something up down this earth. You think Poe is naturally strong? Have you seen Aaron Donald before? I've seen Aaron Donald. Have you seen the 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 jump? Like you ever seen the thing I've where seen, they stack? We talk we talk with jumping or strength, bro. Like we talking up both because the strength. Yeah. Well, hold on now. Say so, okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's think about it. All right, here we go. Because part of that strength comes from your it's thighs core. and your legs. It comes from right? and it comes from your core. I get and it. Your core. So we've seen Aaron Donald's physique up top. You've seen him without a shirt on, right? I, unfortunately, I've seen Aaron Donald without a shirt more times than I would like to. But the dude's ripped. I get it. But we're he, talking. That's he's dude, no we're slouch, talk, he's no we're, slouch on the bench. Just because you're ripped doesn't mean you have this 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 strength. Like I, I'm not saying he's not strong, but you're asking me in this particular battle. I think the kid just has nat more natural strength, but I think Aaron knows how to manipulate it. Aaron's 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 technical, man. He's technical and tactical, and he's strong. So I think Aaron would win this battle. But let Pro get whipped into NFL. I said in a couple years. I would like to see that next yeah. year or the year after. You know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Donald yeah. signed a, a nice little extension here. Yeah. We're gonna have to go up against this guy for the next four seasons. So yes, we are. I would love to see when we get Aaron Banks or Spencer Burford, like when we get a set. Can we get a center that's our center, please? Can we stop with these one-year rentals? Like, can we, like, honestly, I think we have to develop Donovan. one, Mike. And Why I think Donovan West be our center. I, I'll be honest he, with you. Right now, it's because he just can't. He 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 doesn't have it yet. But that doesn't mean he's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. What did I see? What, Mike? Dude, don't did you, you see what? Don't, don't, don't you sit here and mention Donovan West's name? And when I sit here and tell you that Paul was having a great game at center. I don't care. Poe had a great game at guard, but you told me it, 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 don't, it don't matter. Donovan West, I don't think Donovan West is 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 there yet. He's not trash. I just don't think he's there yet. But I think he's the center for the future. So I think he just needs to continue to, you know, if when he's given these reps, he needs to continue to develop. And and his reps might come sooner than later, Mike. Guys are just one injury away from playing in the NFL. Yes, sir. Do you think Donovan West, I know we way ahead, right? Do you think Donovan West makes the final 53? No. 
do you think that if they release him, he's a practice squad guy? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'm going to let that go from there. But Aaron Donald don't kill the Niners every year. I'm sorry. <laughs> he does no. In fact, if you look up the memes of Aaron Donald's frustration, slamming his helmet and shit like that and, and kicking it across it's the field. after he plays the 49ers. It's the Niners games. Like, we get under that man's skin more than probably any other team. Now, granted, we like, play him twice a year, but and, come on. And Grant, you want to know how I know you right? When have you ever seen a defensive lineman pick on a wide receiver? What kind of bully shit is that? Right. You right. get what I'm what, saying? That Yes. That's, that's like – that's. I know it's football, right? But that's two different like leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One has nothing to do with the other, bro. And it, it don't it don't make any sense. But I, but I will say he dominated in the NFC Championship. I, I, I'm not gonna come out here and stunt. Oh, sure. Guy dominated, but I think it was because of what they had. I think now they added Von Miller, who was they, the underrated guy. They played chess in that NFC Championship game. Thank you, Mike. And they won. And they, they only won. beat us by three points too. By the they, way, they moved him around in a masterful way. In that in that game, he they took advantage really, really of every matchup. The hurt yes. Trent Williams, the other side, Tom Compton, uh, yes. like everybody, he was going yes. hamburger work. He was he was doing his thing in that game, and so you got you have to applaud that. And that you know, I, this is going to sound cheesy, but I like seeing that. I like seeing that we're not just going to line up and just play football. You know what I'm saying? I like them mo- moving him all over the line, things like that. Because Ooh, that's I got a question out. for you. That's going to bring out the best in Kyle Shanahan the next time we play them. Try do that the, shit again. Do, do the 49ers have a guy that can line up inside, outside, like like, like an Aaron Donald? Not to say that they're going to be Aaron Donald, but do they have a guy this season that you've been watching that you feel? Because we is it Eric Armstead? Well, I was going to say, do they have to be that effective? Because, see, no. Aaron no. Donald's effectiveness in that game was on a different level. It was right. just on a completely different level. But Eric Armstead is definitely a guy that lines up both ways. But so and 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 I think that's the trend, right? That's yes. the trend because you want to make sure you have that one versatile piece. Yo, I need you inside. Yo, I need you outside. All right, cool, whatever, whatever. And that can dominate both. And then you got the rotational guys. I think that um I I know I know Bosa can do it, but do we really want Bosa inside a lot? Not a lot, but you know, just enough to move around. Oops, yeah. sorry, wrong one. Charles Amini, who I heard shot Jay, was working on that. I think that's and Kerry Hyder. So you want to know what the one of the keys to the 49ers defense was last year? No pun intended. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, Arden Key. No pun intended. I got see, it just took a second. I was inhaling. I had to let it go. Okay. Yo, Arden Key, man. T- yeah. Yeah. He was key because his versatility, being able to line up inside to rush and then going back to the outside to rush was one of the things that kept the 49ers like afloat. I think the thing that screwed up the 49ers was we had no depth. And so because we had no rotation for him, just ran out of gas. Where does Kerry Hyder line up? Can Kerry Hyder? Yes, that's what I said. He's oh, the, little, he, notorious gap. Yeah, see, he said it at the same time as me. Yeah. yeah, I'm just curious about that now. Like, you know, Arden, I mean, Kerry Hyder might be another one of those guys. That's what I'm that's trying to say. They've been working on inside out. Say, the one thing I will say about Kerry Hyder is this, and I'm going to probably get some heat for this saying this, but I feel like most of Kerry Hyder's sacks and pressures came from coverage sacks. You know what I'm saying? Get Block him. 
No, block now. Nah, I'm kidding. I, he was just kidding. I know we have moderators. I was just kidding. Do not block JC. I was just kidding. That was just a joke. Uh, and I don't think Drake can do it yet. I don't think Drake can line up inside and outside. And Drake, Drake's going to be using NASCAR packages, guys. He's going to be using those third and down rushes straight up. Yo, go get this. You should guy. think of Drake Jackson this year the way D Ford was used in 2019. That's it. That's, that's, that's exactly. That's exactly what it is, Mike. Yes, it's called NASCAR, and so it's when you got speed on both ends. It's gonna yes. be sick. Oh my god! Can you imagine that line with Nick Bosa Jamal. and Kerry Hyder, and then you saw. <sighs> Come on, bro, Armstead. Who? What's 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 your for, your for, your favorite front four for the Niners? Is it is it is it's, it Bosa, Armstead, Drake, and then who? Who's the who's the other DT? Kinlaw. Oh my god! Oh my god! But I, but 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 I think Kinlaw is going to be rotated. I don't think he'll be on the third down packages. Third and shorts, yes. Third and longs, no. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I completely agree with you. I, I so, with you. and that's when you're going to see guys like. Uh, Third and short, we do want Ken Law in there. That's why I said third and short, yes. Third and longs, no. Because when you're trying to rush the passer, you want the faster guys there. Now you might get your Kerry Hyders, your Charles and Minihues, guys that play the edge, but that can line up on the inside. Right. Samson Ebukam, we didn't even mention him. Because now what's going to happen? He's based, though. When you do Bosa and Drake, and then you have another guy on the inside over here, like Armstead, whoever that fourth option is is probably going to have a one-on-one see what i'm saying favorable one-on-one and that's where you want to see guys like hider so if you put four edge rushers on the line on third downs third and eight third and eights bro i cannot wait for 49ers football to get here bro with the nickel package so you come out with a nickel package you got you got what two linebackers you got your nickel back now. You put you you know, and then you put those. You put four rushers on a third down. They getting home. They they getting home, disrupting the pass, whatever. I, they're, they're, it's it's going to be something fun to watch, yo. It's going to be so, furious. I saw a comment here that said "Happy anniversary, Mariah." Where'd it go? Oh, her show anniversary is next week. Ah, uh, oh, the twenty sixth. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe y'all gonna see some fries. I'm gonna stop front. Well, never mind. I can't announce it. I don't. I didn't know. I don't know if she announces. I will see. But make sure y'all are there for the show anniversary. That's gonna be dope. That's all I'm saying. That's gonna be dope. All right. Um. Now, now we got a couple of things to talk about. Some news came out. Um. Our quarterback threw three picks in practice. Mm-hmm. And all of them to one target. Mm-hmm. Now, Wayne, I know Debo is your guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said she did announce it. I'm gonna be on the ride show, y'all. Let's go! I can't <laughs> wait. All right, I didn't. She, I didn't know she announced it or not. All right, okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped to be on there with the rest of the panel and everything. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. So, y'all better make sure y'all subscribed over there. The 49er. Oh wait, 49 faithful Lee. Two L's. Two L's in the middle there. Faithful and then Lee. Make sure y'all subscribed over there. I can't wait. Now, uh, 
three interceptions, all targeting our guy Debo. And I'm saying our guy because he's probably our number one wide receiver until he's not. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's let's go ahead and put the respect where it belongs. Right. Was this a result of the team just trying something? Is this a result of them not having that chemistry from not being able to play together? Debo admitted and acknowledged as much. You know, I couldn't be there when I wanted to, but that was, you know, politics and, you know, a business thing. Or is it just that Trey Lance ain't that guy? Like, or is it a combination of all two of them? Is it a combination of all three? What was your take when you heard that? And how worried were you about it? I don't think it's any of three. Uh, But let's, let's go back to one and two. So part of it's chemistry. Because if you if you go back and read the context on those throws, they were all kind of like high, right? Like they 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 sailed, you know what I'm saying? One was tipped too, by the way. So if you want to know how where one of those interceptions came from, one of those passes were tipped was tipped by mostly. I think that was the one uh, who funga got, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like, I think they're working on a route. They're working on something with Debo, and the timing is off. The timing, the throwing, you know, it's just off. So I think their chemistry is still needs work. But this is what practice is for. Now, I, I no longer get, like, side hoodwinked about interceptions in practice, you know. The reason why you practice is you, you work on your mistakes. And even though Jimmy Garoppolo was here, he used to throw interceptions in practice. The thing that made it bad was that he would do the same shit in the game, right? <laughs> so that that that's why people were frustrated with. That's why, excuse me. That's why I was frustrated with Jimmy Garoppolo, because right. it was like, dude, you practiced this. You still throwing the linebackers. You threw it to the linebacker in practice. So if, if you're gonna miss a person, miss the linebacker, right? That yeah. that was my frustration with yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. It seems like when Trey Lance is in game mode, he's a different Trey Lance. Okay? So even after an interception, he goes right back and throws a touchdown. It's weird. Can't explain it. I think it's just a mentality. So It could be Shanahan getting his bag, too, because not for nothing. For the most part throughout his ooh. career, we saw Jimmy do the same thing. Jimmy would throw an interception and come right back and march down the field like it was nobody's business. It was to the point where I was like, I hope Jimmy starts off the game with an interception. Like, that's how I was feeling. It's nothing I would verbally say out loud because you never want to see your quarterback start the game with an interception, right? But Jimmy Garoppolo had this thing where he would just go out there. Because it made him mad. Yeah, it's like it put him in a zone. But I don't think Trey Lance gets in a zone after interception. I think Trey Lance just makes a mistake. And then he goes out there and he he remembers, oh snap, I gotta I gotta do it like this a little bit different. So it's a little different when they throw interceptions in games. Um, yeah. but at the end of the day, man, it's practice. Uh, what do you do? He went what nine for sixteen or nine for eighteen or something like that in that particular practice. So I'm not necessarily worried about it. And I mean if you if you check his statistics, he's worse without pads in practice. When there's pads on, he played different. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Well, Usually it's the game mentality. That's the game mentality. It's a game mentality. Plus, guys, we gotta also factor in, man. They're still playing, they're still they're playing against their offenses are still vanilla and the defenses know the place. And so right. they're playing that. Whereas it might be a little bit different. You know, you take risks. It might not be vanilla, but it's 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 more 
controlled. So that, like okay. you said, the defense knows the plays. I don't think that is so much vanilla as much as it is. Well, uh, according to Brandon Ayuk, they ain't running shit special right now. So it's vanilla. <laughs> he said, no, no. I thought he said that about the Vikings practices. That's what I'm just saying. That's what I. That's what I. Well, I mean, three picks didn't come against the Vikings. That was no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm thinking that's just how practice is. Period. Gotcha, like, gotcha. right? Okay. You know what I mean? And I, I think I you when he's bored, he, you know, if you ain't throwing him the damn ball, I, I would love to see what he had to say today because I want to know how many targets he had. But today they were specific, that, that yesterday they were specifically targeting Debo right. Samuel. And rightfully so. You got to get that. You got to get that chemistry up there. Uh, 49er Jeff says, Mike, do you still feel a way about Debo? I still don't like the antics. I said from the beginning, I understood the antics, but I was not happy with them. And I still don't like that he liked that Cowboys Jared Slot <laughs> picture. I'm never going to let that go. But I did say, and I'm going to hold to this Debo is 100% going to improve the 49ers offense then make it worse and so because i'm always always on it always i'm all for debo being here especially with a young guy getting his first season as a starter i'm yeah, always yeah. going to be for that so yeah I, I i am i'm happy debo was here uh and that that's that's really what it comes down to so hopefully you guys understand what i'm saying there um there was something else that we needed to talk about and now i can't remember uh sugar honey iced tea oh let's talk about this man my guy is getting a lot of heat right now. Trey is getting a lot of heat, and people are saying that he's not going to make the team. And you guessed it, I'm not talking about Sermon. I'm talking about – I mean, I'm damn. I'm not talking about Lance. I'm talking about Trey Sermon. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, that's why I made the face at first, and then you said Sermon, and I was like, okay. Yeah, now just like clockwork, my guy comes in here with the comment on the topic that we're going to. Guys, stop the tap dance narrative on Trey Sermon. Ignore that our other backs gain more than one point in the carry. Come on now. Got you, Trey Sermon. Who is running back three? Why concerns about Trey Lance? And he's going against a tough D. Be blessed. Now, Sean is coming in here, bringing it and and like this is, he hates the tap dance king, right? My man is basically calling Trey Sermon the tap dance kid. You know who that is in real life? Who? Dude, like, no, no, it was, it was a nickname for somebody. Like, you can Google the tap dance kid. You know, you know who that was? No, that's why I said who. All right, before we say his name, do you remember the episode of Fresh Prince where Will Smith's dad came back? Yeah. That's the tap dance kid. His dad? Yes. Ben Vereen? Ben Vereen. Oh. I never knew that. So if you look up Ben Vereen, that's the that he was he was a tap dancer, but he played Will Smith's father. And that epic episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, not the new one, not the new one. The new one was like Marlon Wayans or some shit like that. <laughs> the original, oh, yeah, the original yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, the dad was Ben Vereen. So Sean is basically saying that Trey Sermon is Ben Vereen. He's out there. I got you. So how you want to play this? Who you want to? Who? Which side of the coin? You you going to be pro Trey? I'll be pro Trey. Okay. I could be pro Trey. You want to, unless you want to be pro Trey. No, nope, no, nope. I will be anti Trey here. All right. So let's let's just break it down. Sean already put the stat in here: one point eight a carry, while all the other backs are playing behind the same line or worse lines. 
and this guy just can't get it done. How can we possibly make excuses for this guy? He's going on two years in the system, and I've never seen him look good in preseason. What could you possibly say that's going to be like, you know what, this guy's good? The same shit you say about every other player. Like, I mean, Trey Lance don't look uh, what he nine for 17, but y'all want to give him a chance. So it's just like Trey Sermon. Not in practice. I'm talking about in practice and and preseason. Well, Trey Lance looks good in preseason. That's what I was going to say. I want to talk about preseason, what we've seen. Well, you you haven't, you haven't, have you never seen him play well in preseason? Like, we're talking about Trey Sermon? Yes. It's just, it's just maybe he's just a game guy. And, and he had one game. And the reason why I brought up Trey Lance was because Trey Lance shows up in games but not in practice. Well, maybe Trey Sermon shows up in games and not in preseason games. But I do I do understand why people feel like he needs to perform well in preseason, but it's just the way it is. I think I think Trey Sermon is a guy that sees the sees the field a lot different than most running backs. And I still think he's developing. And so you know, I spoke a little bit about this on some of the other shows. I think Trey Sermon is is used to a certain type of offense style that's ran, and it's a possibility that he just doesn't fit. So I'm gonna be all over the place with this. But being pro Trey, I think you got to play to his strengths. I don't think he's an outside zone guy, and 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 I think you got to switch it up when it comes to the way he's trying to run the ball. And then if I'm gonna be pro Trey Sermon, how come when he get the ball? Defensive linemen are in the backfield. Like, the moment the ball is hiked. So, like, help me understand that. You're saying, oh, these other running backs are able to run. I watched TDP. didn't get. I, he didn't get a first down on a fourth and one. Why? Because the defensive linemen were in the backfield. The moment the ball is hiked. So, guys are missing blocks, and yet we're talking shit about these running backs that can't get to their holes. Now, you want to talk about him tap dancing? Is that an issue? Possibly. He has happy feet. He's trying to figure out where he's going to cut. Again, his vision is a little bit different than these other running backs. He's not a put your head down and run type of running back, right? He's a guy looking, waiting to, for that space to kind of create so he can narrow his way through it, get skinny, and then boom, turn on a jet. But that's just not how... It's translating for him right now because the holes aren't opening up quick enough for him and he's getting popped in the backfield. And I can't imagine how much that might F up your mentality. So I get it. People don't want to trust him, but I can tell you one thing, he's not turning over the ball and he's out there. He's doing what he ha- he's doing what he's asked to do. Even Kyle Shanahan said he's doing what we're asking him to do. He's just not able to produce it in the ways that everybody wants to see it. He's not getting at least the minimum three to four yards a carry, which is what you want. But we've Kyle, seen it in a game, Kyle a real Steve game. Was that, uh, he got exactly what we blocked for. Ooh. that was So was that a shot at the line or was that a shot at Sermon? That was a shot at the line. Okay. Sermon ain't out now, there blocking. You know that. No, I, I agree. So the, then what the, what the response and the rebuttal is going to be is, what about the other running backs that are making more of their opportunities different you styles of runners there's, there's a stat on twitter i don't have the tweet in front of me right now i could tell I'm you by heart because i know it the block the uh the missed tackles forced well i mean trey sermon was never a forced missed tackle guy right that wasn't his thing when they drafted him 
TDP was drafted high at forced missed tackles. I think every running back has uh, a specific uh, attribute to add to the table, right? And so, like, even with Jeff Wilson Jr., he's a guy that puts his head down and just runs hard, right? Uh, and if he gets out in the open, boom, he's he's probably gone. Look at your Michael Hasty; He's a dancer back there. But he's able to utilize himself in the pass-catching game. He has, probably has some of the best hands. Elijah Mitchell is like a combination of all of them, but he can't stay healthy. Trey Sermon, in my opinion, he, he's like a, a – a counter running back, like run counter plays, run, run plays with misdirection, run those offense, get them to the outside, try to get them to the outside. Cause you know, there's the new rules with this, this cut block and all that type of stuff. That's why you're probably not seeing. Remember we used to run a lot of stretch plays. Then we went to the toss plays a lot. I was like, why do we keep running these toss plays? It's because of the new rules. But if those lanes, if Trey Sermon is dancing, Instead of just running to the seven hole, running to the eight hole, running outside as fast as he can, if he's dancing, he's never going to be able to cut up into that hole, and that's 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 his issue. So let me ask this question. Let's 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 uh, progress the, the the topic here. We're going to stick on Trey Sermon. Let's progress it a little bit. If you are running a team, it's preseason, and you want to evaluate all eleven players. Okay. You got four running backs who don't see a hole, bounce it outside, put their head down, break a couple tackles, cool. And you have this one guy who runs the play exactly as it's called, only gets what the the line blocks. Which one of those is more valuable to your evaluation of your roster? The guy that's running the plays. Why? Because I, I like that answer. Because because he's doing what I'm asking him to do. Kyle Shanahan is the type of a coach that if y'all do what the fuck I say, it'll work. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. If y'all no, no, do I what I draw on the play, it'll work. How many times do we talk about execution? So if you do what I draw, it'll work. That's the type of coach Kyle Shanahan is. Okay. And so I, I would say that's the more valuable guy. Me personally, I like when, guys. When it comes down to roster evaluations roster evaluation yes but when you're talking about playing out there on the football field i want playmakers so i don't think trey sermon is a playmaker does this make i i think trey sermon is a person that can make plays way different like it's different trust me he's not a guy that's gonna dance sanders a playmaker playmaker okay emmett smith a guy that can make plays yeah I'm just saying that's I'm, I'm, I'm and not they saying both, and they both have value depending on what did Emmitt Smith have an offensive oh, line oh. that created space right that's Trey yeah. Sermon therefore he doesn't he's not Emmitt Smith but he doesn't fit with mm. this style mm. of an offense therefore he's the weakest link and he may get the goodbye yes yeah, good, good reference, man. I like that. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. I like that, man. Game show, game show reference there. I like that. Now, my thing is this: we all want people who can make plays. We want people who can overcome bad offensive lines and things like that, right? But in preseason, unfortunately, we have to evaluate who is out there. And I think Kyle is well aware of that. 
And Kyle didn't go out there and, and say these things just off the gun. He said that after looking at film, well, Sermon got what we blocked for. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, Kyle has also gone out and said, well, we blocked this play for four yards. So-and-so got seven or eight. So, yeah, of course we like that, right? So you like those kind of things. But if you can get four yards, odds are you're probably getting to the second level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to see Sermon get to the second level to see what he can do in space, which is what you were talking about. Let's do some tosses, end around the thing, or, uh, counters. I'm sorry, not end around. You said counters. My apologies. So it's interesting seeing how it, you know, how it's going to play out. You know what I mean? So I can't wait. To, uh, it's the I toughest room, Mike. It's got to be the hardest room to make decisions about because you got this undrafted guy that looks like, you know, who knows what he's going to be like going up against the top defense, like, you know, the starting defense. I don't even want to say top defense, starting defenses in the NFL. Like you, you don't know what Jordan Mason is going to do, but you know what he's capable of doing. And do you cut him? Do you think he clears the waivers and bring him back to the practice squad? Speaking of clearing waivers, uh, I just read that Josh Hokett cleared waivers. Uh, he was released by the Cardinals, and he's possibly a candidate to return to the 49ers practice squad, which will make things interesting for Ross Dwelly. Watch. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that, man. Very, very good. All right. So we got one more topic that we want to discuss here. By the way, people, I'm not telling you all to get on the Trey Sermon bandwagon. I'm not telling you all to get off it either. What I am going to say is oh, um, just I, I, I think we need to exercise a little bit of patience. And there was a good question here. Someone said if Trey Sermon was the six-round pick and if Mitchell was a third-rounder, you know, uh, is Sermon not making this team seem more as a swing and a miss over a miss? That's a pretty good question, Mark. Um, it would... <laughs> If Mitchell was the sixth-round pick. No, the third-round pick. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant the other way. I meant to say Sermon. If Sermon was the sixth-round pick, would the 49ers be saying, eh, we'll move move on? And honestly, I don't know. and, And the reason why I say that is because when you draft a player, there's something in that player you draft him for. And so... Would Sermon be getting the opportunities? I don't know. Sermon is a starting running back. So at the end of the day, Sermon needs reps. People, players, some players just need reps. Like they just need to be out there, get the ball the, all the time. When he played for Iowa State, he was the running back, right? They lined up in shotgun. He saw the field. He had extra space. Nobody was blocking for him. And you would watch him leap tall buildings, run, catch, all this type of stuff. Well, he's not that for the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan has it set up to where you play your role, you do this. And I think I, I think Sermon is just probably one of the weakest in pass protection. And so I think that's why he's struggling. I think he's in the doghouse still, honestly. Well, you know, I mean, look, this, this is what I look at. I look at what these guys do in an actual game, okay? Now, stats don't tell you the whole story because if you get the ball on a on a first and goal from the one and you get a touchdown, it goes down as a carry and a one yard stat, right? You get what I'm saying? So it's gonna it's gonna lower your stats from that perspective. But the one game in his entire career where Sermon got more than ten carries, it only happened once in his whole career. He averaged over four and a half yards a carry. 
and he ended up with all he could have had he he should have had a hundred yards and he had a touchdown and Kyle stopped giving him oh which game you talking about he no 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 the Seattle game you were right I was talking about the Seattle he just didn't get a touchdown in that game oh my bad but what I'm trying to say is Kyle stopped running the ball because we were down and it was just like but Sermon is the wear down type of a running back so as the team start to wear down you keep giving him the ball. That's why Jordan Mason was going hamburger. He was going against third string guys, but man, by the they done played the whole damn game. By the time Jordan Mason came in, he was a fucking bowling ball. Yeah, get my way if you want to. I'm fresh, right? <laughs> Boom. So it's a little, it's a you gotta factor in some of the context. Right. Now we're not gonna try to do a whole 53 man uh roster not today. right now, but I do want to ask you one question. And then we'll we'll discuss it and then we'll wrap this thing up here. Do you do you think Brock Purdy makes the final 53? That's hard. Now, rumors, well, let me let's let me let me give you a little bit of sprinkle on top of that, right? Uh rumors are that Brock Purdy is getting some second team snaps in practice. Okay. And if you go back and watch this past preseason game, the 49ers alternated between Purdy and Sudfeld multiple times throughout the game. They put those guys both behind the same lines to see what they could do. So, with that being said, does he make the 53? No. Ooh, I like that. Actually, I'm I'm right there with you. I did not expect you to say no. Why are you saying no? This is interesting. I want to hear this. He he doesn't make the 53 because he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have, like, they don't need him to make the 53. Like, they they have their, they have their backup quarterback. I will say that if Brock Purdy clears waivers, he will potentially be Trey Lance's backup for years to come. I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I guarantee you he can come in here and move this offense. You know and what that's I like what you about your, your take there, man? It was everything I wanted to say. Oh, that's everything I want to say. He doesn't have to make this 53. Listen to this. When it comes down to final 53 man cuts, the only way that he's going to get picked up by another team, meaning he doesn't clear waivers, is if a team sees him as an immediate upgrade over their over current their backup. backup. Mm-hmm. So that means that not only would he have to be picked up, he is going to now boot somebody who has experience in that system even if it's just this offseason they're gonna move somebody to get him to be their backup not their starter obviously no one's picking him up to be their third stringer teams aren't gonna do that they're not gonna waste a roster spot because if he gets picked up he has to make a 53 so that means that the only way he does get picked up is if someone says that guy is better than our backup and could play week one if we need him to because there could be an injury early on. There's not a single team in the NFL that's going to say that about Brock Purdy. And I do think that we could have our backup on the practice squad. So I like everything that you said. I I really, really do. I think that if I'm, if I'm Nate Sudfeld and I know he's brought in to be the uh, veteran in the room, you don't want a second year guy and only a rookie in your quarterback's room. I completely understand that. So I think I think Sudfeld is here for more than just his arm and throwing ability, which, by the way, I like watching that guy throw the ball. I like when Sudfeld lets them let him go. 
Yeah, he he's got a. I, I thought they said he had a weak arm. I, I, he he can get the ball down the field. Weak where? I don't like know. We, you don't need quarterback to throw sixty yards down the field. Like I, I need, need accurate passes, and that throw to Ray Ray McLeod was just mm. as accurate as can get. It was mm. in stride. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Though? Like so, I, I do get what you're saying. What I, exactly I do. are we asking here for? You know what I'm saying? So he like he it. he's getting guaranteed when he, he's going to be the backup. Like I said, God forbid All something people. happens. On paper, God forbid something happens to Trey Lance. I think Nate Sudfield can keep things afloat for a while. I really do. But I'm telling you right now, I would not be surprised. Brock Purdy does not make the 53. He clears the waivers. He's the 49ers practice squad quarterback. And don't get it twisted. Brock looked good out there. I don't care if he was against the threes and the twos and the ones that played on the other day. He looks good. Like, he looks like a football player. Like, he looks like he's good to go. He's just not a starter. I think Brock Purdy would be better than Blaine Gabbert, Brian Hoyer, and any of those quarterbacks that we've had as a 49ers quarterback. But Trey Sermon will be the starter. Brock Purdy will be backing him up next season. He'll probably be the quarterback that gets the guarantee backup money. I like it. I like it. Whose tagline was good to go? Good to go. That's Beanie Man, ain't it? No, that's Elephant Man. Elephant Man. Elephant Man. Elephant Man. Okay. Okay. Elephant Man. Okay. There you go. See, sorry. Always got to talk. Have have a little music conversation with my man Wayne. Man, Mm -hmm. that's your music conversation. We we went old school cartoons. Yes, we did. I've never heard of the Wonder Twins, but shout out to you and Peachy and whoever has put that junk in the chat. Not me. I knew I knew there was people that did it, but I couldn't remember uh, who it was. I I did not know the name. Uh, But yeah, shout out to them that knew it. Uh, We we did a we did a pet talk. We talked about the cat. We did. We talked about, yep. Yeah. And he named them. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me again. Shit. Starts with, with the M. With a what? A M. Mason? What's up? Martin. Martin. Yeah. Oh, y'all got Martin the music. I called my, I called them. I said, what's up, Marty Mar? So, look, before I went to go to my fantasy football draft, I was like, what's up, Marty Mar? And so when I got home, Rome said, Hey, Dad, can you please not call Martin out of his name ever again? He doesn't like that. <laughs> Tell him what it is, man. Let him know, Rome. Let's go. Let's go, Rome. That's what I'm like, talking about. I what like is that. going on? I'm not going to enjoy these next three days, bro. This I kid like is T.I. Like yeah, I'll you know. send him to – I'll put him – I wish we had the George Jetson shit. I could just send him to you well, for three days. <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. Um, damn, uh, you said something. I was gonna, uh, cats, Rome, Marty Mar. Shit, I had something I was gonna say that I can't remember now. Oh, I know what I was gonna ask you. The uh, the adoption process for the cat mm-hmm. was it a one day thing? Like, what was what was the process? No, it was, like, it, was a, dad, it was a process, bro. So we had to go visit the cat. We had to go sit with the cat. So there's like a, it's like a, a sit down. They want to see like how you like interact with it. Yep. You have to interact. Yeah. Now that I think about it, absolutely. They want to see how you interact. They want to see if any cats kind of like draw themselves to you, whatever. And then after that, after the screen, after the background check, they do like a week long check. Then you, you know, you pay for your cat and then they tell you that, listen, we're going to get the shots, neutered, all that type of stuff. And so we were able to pick him up um, today. Um, and so, yeah, it, w- it was like a week and a half process after being on a waiting list for like two months. 
when you were see that was my dad's problem my pop wanted to get another cat he had this cat that was in and out back and forth back and forth and he was like this cat enjoys being outside more than he enjoys being inside being inside mm-hmm. now they got a dog it's another small uh york yorkshire terrier the little mm-hmm. tiny i like brown black ones and they you know the cat would take the dog's food because the cat was bigger than the little ass dog you know what i'm saying so um they were like we think if we get him another cat then i forget, i don't even know what the cat's name was but he'll stay inside more you know what okay, i'm saying i got they you open the door to let the dog out the cat goes and they don't see him for two days but then you know when he comes back to the door they let him in whatever so he went to go adopt the cat and he was like man fuck them people trying to get me to adopt the cat they wanted to do like property checks and they wanted to know the square footage of the house for a cat bro he was like i just he was like mike i just got so frustrated with it we went and got yeah. another dog. So I, they- I, i'm not i'm not upset only because a lot of people abuse these animals bro and these shelters are kind of like overprotective um and they want to make sure that, yeah they, they want to make sure that they're putting them in the, in the right place so yeah, but for, for, but I, but like so I get the background check, but damn a property check. Y'all want to check my credit score too? If you got to put your social security number to get a cat, you can kiss my. I'm with your dad. <laughs> I'll go find my a Heathcliff, yo. No, There's a bunch my, of Heathcliffs chilling in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. My my last question is, uh, is it a requirement to have the cat fixed when you pick it up? Um, I don't think it's a requirement, but we wanted it fixed, and so okay. they they so all the cats. They, you know, they have the truck that comes in. They do it on a truck now. And then they just fix them all. Poor baby got his stuff snipped. That's probably why he's so. Do they put cats in the little cones or no? No, no. Really? Yeah, cats don't. Like, cats cats are weird. Cats are different. I think a cat will flip out. I've never seen a cat in a cone before. That's why I was asking. I don't think a cat will let you put it in the cone. You'll be all (laughs) scratched up. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get it declawed or no? no? Now that you don't want to do. You don't ever want to get a cat declawed. Inhumane, right? It's inhumane, bro. That's part of their protection. Yeah, your cat goes outside and it can't climb and then it, it can't defend itself and it can't. No, you just got to keep the nails cut. Right. I believe it's a tabby cat. Um, Heathcliff, for real. You weren't joking I, when you said no, Heathcliff. We, we do Heathcliffs over here. I'm a cool cat. Cats call me Heathcliff for My, sure. Uh, my uncle had a cat. He actually had two when we were young. One's name was Bonnie. The other's name was Clyde. That's dope. And Clyde, yeah, I thought that was dope. Clyde was a tabby cat. This orange and white striped cat. And this cat just was not made to be indoors. Now, my grandmother, we had a big <laughs> property, right? That's Bro, a fact. This cat loved us, like the, the, the kids, so much. We would get off the, the school bus, and he is bringing us dead animals that he caught every day. He's a mouse, and he would just like drop it at our feet, and I'm like, "Why is he bringing me a mouse?" And he would bring a bird, and I kept telling my 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 family, "Like, hey, I think I think this cat is like, he wants us to eat it or something." Like, I don't understand, and it turns out oh, like that's, they're, they're giving you gifts, yeah, like they're they're showing like appreciation. I had no well, idea that it was a cat thing. So cats, the cool, the, the one thing, cats don't kill animals, right? They'll play with it. So like a bird. If they catch it, it's it, they're playing with it, like they're they're gonna play around with it. It doesn't realize that it's killing the bird though, like in suffocating. Oh, right, right. I, like I don't think they mean to kill it. They say that cats are the only animals that see. So it's gonna be it's gonna sound co- contradictory to what you said, but they say house cats are the only animals that kill for fun. But okay, it, so I could be wrong. 
No, 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 for fun because they're playing with it. And then when it's dead, oh, I'm not hungry. I'm not about to eat this. Right. Like, I just want to you saying. Fun. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think you're, you're saying the same thing, but they uh, are like of all the animals that kill other animals, apparently like in the world, house cats are the most violent because they have the most kills for no reason. Other animals like- kill for survival. They do it just because, oh, the mouse died. Sorry. I think if I had like money and the space, I think I would get a lion. Started off at as, as a baby and then raise it. I don't want to say anything that's going to offend our viewers, so I'm going to just let that go. That's fine. I mean, I, if you know, legally, I would try to... Can you do that legally? Yeah, Mike Tyson had tigers and, and lions. Was it legal? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm Michael just Jackson had a whole zoo. You don't remember he had glass and shit, Mike? <laughs> A money talk, bro. Never, 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 whatever the name of his Neverland. Name. Neverland. Yeah, that. Neverland, Nether, yeah. Neverland or whatever. I'm thinking, I'm freaking thinking, what the hell is that? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Peter Pan. What the, was, what was the name of Peter Pan land? Neverland. Oh, okay. Neverland. That's I why Mike that. had it because he didn't want to grow up. He never had a childhood. So oh, yeah, man. Yeah, All right. Man. I got the last question before we go. Uh, Tiger King, that. that was the worst show ever. Listen, last yeah, question. Bro, I'm sorry. This is. Cats are psychopaths. Yes, they are. They yes, are. They are. They, they, are. Are. they, they are, are straight up psychopaths and they belong on like, you know, cops. But no, you check this got, out. You said you had a question and then All I got right. one more for you afterwards. All right. Heathcliff or Garfield? Heathcliff for sure. Heathcliff had a different. All right. So I got it. Now I got to see. Damn, I got two questions for you on the Heathcliff okay. topic though. In every episode of Heathcliff, there were two different cats. Mm-hmm. One had the hat One was on. Alley cat. Mm-hmm. Were both of them named Heathcliff? No. What was the other one's name? I felt like it was Heathcliff's, Heathcliff's like art. I never, I never, nemesis. I never to this day, I never ever knew this. He I wasn't never Heathcliff knew. though because he wasn't cool like Heathcliff. So which he one was Heathcliff? He was more cooler than Heathcliff though. He was like the he he was like a pimp cat. Nah, he had swag, bro, and he had a crew. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he was like the pimp cat. Like Heathcliff was just a cool cat. This right. cat was like swagged out. I'm trying to find it. I know who you're talking about. Was the name Mango? Was it Mango? Oh, I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have no idea. I, to this day, I, somebody could tell me the name, and I would, I would not know. Because there was, it was the big him. dude, the big, the big purple looking one. That yeah, was Mungo. No, the big no. He's not talking about Mungo. He's talking about another yeah, cat that never, looked like Heathcliff, and he wore he like had. a um a, a Applejack hat. Yes, and he had the the his facial hair came out to the size. That other cat. I, I know his face was round. It he was had the one the one tooth hanging out the side. His of name mouth. was Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Okay. Riff okay, that Raff. Does sound that does sound familiar. Because there was the one on skates. Yep. There was the girl cat. Then there was Cleo. The Cleo was the girl cat. Look at you, Cleo. Look at you, man. Look yeah. at you knowing the names. Man. I, I would have never got that. All right. And then my last question for you is, now that you got another kitten in the house, do you have a laser pointer? Yes. Because that junk that junk works. Bro, You, if your cat start getting on your nerves, you want to tire him out, just a couple of minutes with a laser pointer, have him this. all over the house? Yes. Yo. Oh, man. That cat, was my, my cat will end up having concussions, bro. Because... <laughs> Go run him into the walls, just chase it, chase it, chase it, chase it, bang. Like my hand might slip. Oops, boom. My bad. Yeah, my yeah bad. man. All right. I think that's it, man. I think I think that's it, guys. I think we got to wrap this thing up here. Thank oh, you all Mike. for being. Yo. 
we got to have this conversation, bro. I think George Kittle got me confused with Mike Andrews, bro. Because he blocked me. And if there's anybody he should have blocked, it's clearly Mike. Nah, I don't tweet about Kittle. So he ain't got no reason to block me. But you talk shit. <laughs> I'm gone, so you bro. Still never, wait, you never found out why he blocked you? Did you, no. did you tweet something about him in the last 24 hours before he blocked I, you? I tweeted how he was the number one blocking tight end in the league. <laughs> I clicked on his name. You have been blocked. I'm like, damn. I saw that, and I was like, damn, yo, what did Breezy do? And I didn't go back through your timeline to find out what happened. Bro, everybody's trying to figure it out, bro. They have went through it. They're like, they're like, they're, they're adding him. I'm like, y'all be careful. Y'all might get broke too. <laughs> That's funny, because I don't know if I know of anybody else blocked by George Kittle. I might be, and I just, I, I don't, how can go, I check if I'm blocked click, by him? Click on his, go, go to... Type in his name. Well, click if on I his find name. Out I'm blocked by George Kittle. I think I'm gonna be mad. If you find, if you're blocked by George Kittle, I can sleep at night. I'm not blocked, sir. Following right there, not blocked. So I don't, I, I don't know, bro. I, I have no idea how you got blocked. Get your ass back here. <laughs> no, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Mike, let me tell you, like. People think, like, I'm a strong dude, but there's some things that hurt my feelings, right? Mm. So I'm in Be the vulnerable. middle. I just, finished, I just finished posting, you know, about how he was on. He was number 22. You know what I'm saying? Like, number one tight end in the league, best pass catcher tight end in the league, all these accolades. I didn't even at him in that. I don't remember what I added him in. I th- it might have been that. And so I'm about to go for a run, Mike. And then I'm like, I'm blocked. Like my whole demeanor changed, bro. I was sad, yo. I was like, yo, I'm I'm cool. I'm still gonna talk about how you the best damn tight end in the league, but I'm I'm a little different. I'm looking at some of my tweets. Pick a number one through ten. Ten. All right, I'm gonna read ten tweets that came up with George Kittle. I just searched my thing. Now they're not in numerical order or anything like that. So these are the top ten. When I search my name, just the tweets that come up with me and George Kittle. The first one is from July 8th, 2020. Y'all finicky, phony-ass fans cracked me up. Y'all were all loving Mostert since the Super Bowl. Praised and hoped he got more touches the moment Breida was traded. The man asked for another $1.5 million and y'all have pitchforks out. But, and then I put in quotes, give Kittle the $20 million? Okay, right. Y'all ain't shit. That was the first one. That's negative, right? That's kind of negative, right? I mean, that's kind of negative. All right, the second one. Now, this is a good one. July 3rd, 2020. So this is just five days before. I can argue that George Kittle deserves a 100 rating in Madden. That's good. That's positive. That's a good See? See, and that's the thing when people say I hate him. I don't hate him. I never hated him. Who tweets that out about somebody you hate? See, Melissa, wrong. I said give the man 100 rating. In Madden. All right, that's one. I mean, that's two. Uh, y'all won't say it, so I will. George Kittle has far too many drops. Damn, this is October 18, 2020. I don't <laughs> care about being I don't care about being a fan favorite. His contract tells me he can't do that. It's ridiculous. Mike. It has to stop. Stop giving him a pass. This Please. must have been this must have been during the game. Because I, 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 I just do me a favor, Mike. Just one. 
type in Breezy Kiddo, and I guarantee you won't see anything negative about him, yo. Nothing. I don't I don't know what you did, bro. Let me see here. I'm gonna do at Wayne Breezy. See, and you be tagging people. That's why I said I don't, I don't be doing well, that. Well, I tagged them in that last I just tagged them in that last thing because it was from NFL Network. Right. So that's that's all I tag them in. But when I when I normally talk about them, I don't tag these players. And I'm gonna just type in Kittle. Let's just see what it says. I sent them a message on Instagram too. He kindly just declined it. It says no. Oh, you know why? I was still looking at my thing. My bad. I'm about to say it says no tweets between y'all, but that was between me, you, and Kittle. All right. So Wayne, Breezy, Kittle. All right. That's you tagged in it. Let me see if I can find. A lot of people tagged you. Uh, or they I'm like telling you, you're not going like to find any guys in Kittle, Warner, and Dwelly. Guys, I don't know what we got to do to get me unblocked, but it would mean. George Kittle was ranked number 22 on NFL Top 100 Players of 2022. I got blocked. I got blocked right after that. George Kittle likes the consistency from Trey Lance in his journey. Kittle is pretty confident in Lance's ability. That's another one from you. Bro, uh, one time for the the spirit bros, Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle. George Kittle talks about Juice's role. Faithful to the Bay. I don't know what you did. The 49ers and active players versus the Packers. That was from August, and his name was in there. Uh, I don't know, bro. I, I can't call it. See, when you add Kittle, that changes everything. Now, that was a response. That was a response to somebody saying, I think Kyle Shanahan has version of Jerry Rice and John Taylor. And they said, this is facts, hard to replicate the GOAT. But I think these two with Kittle in the passing game, is it was all compliments. I don't I'll get it. This is why 49ers George Kittle is the people's tight end. Y'all can have your Travis Kelsey. We have George right Kittle. there. She get me unblocked, bro. I, I just don't get it, bro. Mike, I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to slide to this DM man and tell him, listen, man, think you got the wrong guy, yo. He, <laughs> you want me to tell him to block me instead of you? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't incriminate yourself. I'm just saying, I think you got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny as hell, man. Oh man, I'm sorry, bro. You want me to try to get him on? I, you know what? I'll make some calls. I got your back. Appreciate you, fam. If I if I get you unblocked, though, I want you to announce it. Like I want I'll, you to tell. One hundred percent. You you you. Yeah. All right. Let me let me let me get this in the works, man. I got your back, bro. Because I, I he clearly whoever is in tr- control of his media account, like they effed up, and he should fire them if that's not him. Cause I, I'm his biggest supporter, yo. What the freak? I got DMs from George Kittle. Damn, I got phone numbers. In. All right, I got you, bro. I Appreciate got you. I didn't. I didn't know I had exchanges with George Kittle on Twitter before. That's crazy. Now, now listen, if you're not listen, I need your help, right? Uh, shout out oh, to. I know what this is from. This is when we got him on our show. We got him on the yeah. He was on the Nothing yeah. But Nine show. He was shout a rookie in 2017. 2017 was his rookie season. Mm, okay. All right. I got you, man. So if y'all could do me a favor, right? Because not everybody that's watching and subscribe to my channel. But if you subscribe to my channel, Mike will be on the next show. I could promise you that. And we will talk on the Wayne Breezy show and the Nitty Gritty show, whatever show we're doing that's 49ers. You, 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 pro- I promise you, you, you will be entertained. So please do me a favor, 
on YouTube. Go to Wayne Breezy. There's a lot of people watching right now. And I would love to see the same amount of people watching our show right now tune in to the Nitty Gritty Show or the Wayne Breezy Show. That would be really dope. And it would help support what it is that we're doing over there. I am full-time content creating, so I would appreciate that. Just you watching alone makes mm, my day. Mm-hmm. That, that, that makes my day. They're telling me not to take it personal, but I take it personal. I can't help it. Like, I don't do anything to get blocked. That's like me getting fired on my day off. I wasn't even there. How you going to fire me? God, do. <laughs> like, you got the wrong dude. All right. The DM is sent. I hope it works, man. Uh, I can tell you when it's red, too. Well, does Twitter still do the thing where the check mark turns blue? I never they knew they did that in the first place. No, I know. these check marks are blue when we were going back and forth in 2017. So, all right, ah, uh, there's way worse. Nah, 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 because I'm 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 gonna say no. That's not why, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because then he would block more than half half of 49ers Twitter. I was getting ready to say. So I I don't I don't think that's it, man. I don't think yeah. that's it. But yeah, guys, go out there, follow my man Wayne Breezy. The handle's right there next to you. Um, you guys are. This, this is the place to be, man. We're going to have some fire stuff coming from y'all uh, over here. Nothing but Niners stuff over there at Wayne Breezy Channel. This It's going to be a really, really fun season. We are even working on – can we announce it? Can we tell them? We could tell them. Because the I want people to the, 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 Yeah, the simultaneous cast. Talk to them. Go ahead, Mike. You, you yes, have made better Joint speech. overreaction shows. So here, here's the thing, right? When we do overreaction shows, right, I'm setting up. I'm trying to get everybody ready for the, for the, uh, for the you know, victory shots and things like that. Um and a lot of times I cool off. I cool off. And y'all know I still bring heat on our overreaction shows. I go ape shit, right? <laughs> but that's a cooled down version of Mike. Now imagine not ha- having to deal with Mike waiting for the pressers, which could be another hour and a half after the game. Y'all want the raw? Y'all want to know how I really feel? The uncool, the unfiltered Mike? You got to go to the Wayne Breezy channel because we are going to be starting the overreaction shows on Wayne's channel. Bam. And then after the pressers, we're going to split back to nothing but Niners. So Bam. that's where y'all are going to want to be. Y'all probably going to get me for, I'm not going to lie, probably a solid hour. Cause like I said, it's going to be after the pressers for the nothing but Niners overreaction shows. And those will still continue to be here on our regular YouTube page. You do not have to be a Patreon to, uh, to get the overreaction shows. Nothing changes nothing. about our regular shows here, guys. So Patreon is, is, it's different. It's exclusive bonus content from us. It is completely different. So just want to so, let y'all know that. All right. So hey, and if you're watching this and you're on Twitter, ask George Kittle unblock our guy Wayne Breezy. Please, but I still please. want I still want credit for it if it happens. That's you get the credit. You're getting the credit right now just for sending a DM. That's why I asked you. And 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 number two, you're gonna get two hours of overreacting. So you get raw mic on nitty gritty, and then you're gonna, gonna get you know how I am on nothing but Niners Ooh. without yeah. alcohol in the system. So it's going to be raw all the way through. It's overreaction. Win, lose, or draw. We're going to overreact. Now, the thing is, on the nitty-gritty channel, we're starting like at the two, like five minutes left in the game, I think we said, or at the two-minute warning, I believe is what we said. Yeah. So yep. the two-minute warning is when nitty-gritty is going live, and then we're going to rock out throughout the presses. So save the presses for another time. We'll break those down throughout the week. Make sure you're on the overreaction show. 45 minutes to 50 minutes after that, we're jumping off, and then we're going right back to nothing but Niners. It's going to be crazy. I promise you it's going to be some sh- – you don't want to miss it. 
Yeah, it's going to be great. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight, man. We have done our part, man. We broke down the Trey Sermon thing. We talked about Brock Purdy being cut because it's going to happen. Uh, we talked about the, the recent five guys that were released and waived and, and so on. Uh, injured, I should say. I don't want to say waived because that sounds worse than what it is for those two guys and uh, Kalia Davis and Jason Verrett. Uh, and we we talked about Trey Lance's interceptions and Debo and his in his uh, chemistry with Debo and or the lack thereof. Guys, he had an interception today too, Mike, in, in, in the red zone. Who's that? Trey Lance. Yeah, I got to watch the pressures. I got to get caught up on everything, man. You know, and that's the one thing I will say, too. I'm going to wrap this up. A lot of times um, I I got feedback from people saying, uh, do you guys mind being repetitive with your content? There's a lot of 49er creators out there and you guys, you know, a lot of times overlap. And I said, well, look, we all cover the same team. Uh, I said, but I'll be completely honest with you guys. I don't listen to shows that come on before hours. So I can't tell you that I'm honestly repeating what I heard somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are getting original takes and then I go back afterwards. So like tomorrow I'll listen to the shows that came out today. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I like to bring you guys my own thoughts and, and, and things like that. And if I have heard something from somewhere else, you guys know, I have no problem giving credit. I heard on this show or I heard on this podcast da 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 or we put the tweets up and things like that. So just know guys, you are getting as much original content as you could possibly get from both of our shows here nitty gritties and nothing but niner so that's gonna do it for us tonight man y'all be safe out there uh round of applause man great show man that was that was a fun show man that was good um let's go home man let's go home bro prepare for glory and anticipate pain and always remain faithful y'all we out of here peace Gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.